I mean, we're already on episode two. That week went by fast. Damn. How you doing? How you doing, boo-boo? I had a great week. Let's get into it. Hello, world. Come inside. The Dear Juju Podcast. Act one, behind the apron. Oh, what a big week I had. But first, a little insight announcement. I am making a dressing gown line and they should be launching in the summer. Let me tell you, it takes forever. Sewers, cutters, patterns. Launching a business is not easy, okay? But this is one of my samples. For those of you listening, I need you to go on my YouTube and look at what I'm wearing. Major? Is it major? I'm wearing a black caftan dressing gown with gold metallics and it's giving Studio 54 vibes. A dressing gown is what women used to wear when they had dinner parties or when they were hostess, but also it's basically a caftan and you can wear it anywhere. You can wear it to a wedding. You can wear it by a pool. How cute would this be with like a little black bikini underneath? Am I right? It's giving like resort wear, glamour. Mama glamorama, darling. So it was my birthday this week. Now I have a question for you. Are women still lying about their age? Are we still doing that? Hello, are we in 2024? And are we feeling our empowerment with every day we've lived on this earth? Public service announcement, women, stop lying about your age, okay? Be secure in that number, baby. I don't know about you, but I told people like, oh, it's my birthday. And they're like, I won't ask how old you are. I'm like, grow up. I'm 41. And proud of it. Are we still doing this? If you are, stop. Okay? You're, you're making a bad rap for all of us because it seems like you're insecure and you don't want to be your age. And then it gets put on to all of us women that we're all insecure and we don't want to be our age. I don't know about you. I love being 41. And I'm going to love being 51 and 61 and 71 and 81 and 91. And I loved being 1 and 11 and 21 and 31. I love it all. I love it all. And guess what? Is this... It's what we're here to do. We're here to grow old and wisdom. And if you're lying about your age, I have a sneaking suspicion that you don't exactly love the way you look. And that's on you. It's not that number. It's maybe you're not wearing your sunscreen or you're drinking too much or you're not taking care of yourself, drinking enough water. And nip it, tuck it, fill it, okay, if you don't like it. But that age... You be proud of that age. You earned that age and you lived through all those days. I'm proud of it. I'm super proud of it. And I had a great birthday. Tuesday was my birthday, February 20th. Okay, I share my birthday. Let's let's talk about the celebs, me and my crew. Rihanna, Cindy Crawford, Sydney Poitier, who else? Kurt Cobain. We are an artistic bunch. A little bit dreamers, a little sass, a little defiance, a little fire status, okay? I don't know where all that Pisces-ness of, of, oh, they're so nice and sweet. Uh-uh, we some artistic, creative, sassy lovers. I actually have a funny story about Rihanna. So I had a jewelry line called Juju Gold. Shout out to all my Juju Gold people who remember it back in 2008. So I was on tour around 2010, 2012 with the Black Eyed Peas. Now we had done some promos together. So she knew that I was the Black Eyed Peas dancer. So we had seen each other and hung out at the clubs. And there was a buyer of my jewelry line that was like, you know who would love this line is Rihanna. Let me give her a call. Would you be available tomorrow to go to her hotel and sell her your jewelry? I said, for Riri and Juju? Of course, honey. 
So while I was on tour in New York City, she was also there. The buyer calls her and says, hey, girl, I got this gold line. I think you're going to love it. Here's my hotel, gives me the address. I go, knock on the door. Rihanna opens with a towel wrapped around her and a towel around her head. I guess she'd just gotten out of the shower. And she was like, hey, boo, come in. Cool as a freaking cucumber. We got along like bandits. She bought, I think, three of each of my items on my jewelry line. She was also photographed wearing it in Us Weekly. I love you, Riri. I love you, my birthday twin flame. I love you, sister. So that's my little Rihanna story. But how I actually spent my birthday, running around like a chicken with my head cut off, okay? H-M-T-M came over to film a home tour. Now, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it or not, but you get it. I mean, they actually came, they filmed it. It is what it is. It's part of my life, okay? I'm just reporting the news here. I'm not posting, but I am reporting. My husband was putting up wallpaper. I was switching knobs. I was opening cabinet doors and shoving stuff into it. Then they were like, how do you keep such a chic house while you have two kids? And I was like, what? Because <laughs> it always looks like this. Don't open that door. I went to go take my vitamins this morning. I drank a little too much last night, okay? I haven't drank it in about a month and a half. So I had myself a little celebratory situation. And I went to go take my vitamins. I had no idea where they are. I can't find anything. I shove shit in every nook and cranny. And now I don't know where anything is. But my house, let me tell you amazing. Now you see my videos, okay? I go from really high production to sometimes on my phone, but usually I'm setting up the camera, the lights, camera, action. I'm doing it all, the sound. It was so nice not to do anything and just be the talent. God, that was refreshing. So I had a great day. He was like, do you just want to keep pushing through? I'm like, I'm ready, boo. I don't have to do any of that camera stuff or set the focus or make sure that the sound's correct. Oh, I'm good. So we just pushed through and we got so many fun bits. And then there was an on-set photographer. How fabulous is this? Of stills. And I felt like a great lady. He was having me pose in my dining room. He was having me pose in my foyer. He was having me pose in my lounge room. And I said, this is some great lady shit if I've ever seen it. I was posing like a great lady in her home. It was beautiful. I loved it. I was feeling the great lady energy on my birthday. I walked around and told him about the house. Then I did a sit down interview and then they got B-roll and then I took portraits. It was the most fun day. Loved it. And then I went out to dinner with a couple of friends. I had a great birthday. That, that to me is something that I've been trying to manifest for a very long time. So that was a big gift from the universe. And I'm just happy. I'm done. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Act two, give good spread. We're starting with cocktails this time, ladies and gentlemen. Have you heard of the porn star martini? I mean, can we talk about how fabulous this name is? I mean, I don't know who named it. Actually, I do. I have my little notes right here. Douglas Ankra, I think his name is, is how you pronounce it. This drink started in London in the early 2000s. I had it and I am in love. Okay, so it's not a real martini, a true martini in the sense of how a martini is, but it's served in a martini glass or a coupe, and it's got vanilla vodka, it's got some passion fruit liqueur, it's got some real passion fruit, and a little lime juice. So, but it lends itself a little bit to the sweeter side. It's very full and in the mouth. It's called Porn Star Martini because it reminded Douglas of what their perfume would smell like, like passion fruit and vanilla. Uh, 
I think that this is just hilarious. Now, one of the best parts about the Porn Star Martini is that it has a sidecar, and it has a sidecar of a two ounce shot or sipper of champagne. So if you ever go to a bar or a restaurant and they have the Porn Star Martini. Now, some people are prudes in this world and they're calling it Passion Star Martinis because of the vulgarity of the name. Y'all get a life, okay? Get a freaking life. This is why I never wear my hair down because I just mess with it constantly. Those of you who aren't watching along at home, I'm wearing my hair down. It's bugging the crap out of me, but it looks amazing. Now the two ounce chaser sidecar, whatever you want to call it, of champagne or Prosecco is for a palate cleanser. Passion fruit is kind of like cinnamon. You know when you put cinnamon in something, whether it's sweet or not, your brain automatically thinks it's sweet because it's cinnamon. It's like this association flavor. Same thing with passion fruit and vanilla. As soon as there's vanilla or passion fruit in something, especially vanilla, but it, ha it is such bursting with flavor that the sidecar is so lovely as a palate cleanser. So what you can do is start off with a little sip of your Prosecco or your champagne. Then you take about three or five sips of your Porn Star Martini and you'll really feel the flavor. Then I like to sip the champagne, kind of do a little three to one ratio, three sips of the Porn Star Martini, one sip of the champagne to cleanse my palate and really get the full flavor of this Porn Star Martini. I am into it and I can't wait to show you how to make it. Cooking, of course it was my birthday. What did I have? Old fashioned chocolate cake with chocolate icing. The recipes out there are endless, but this is what I love when it's my birthday and my cake. And this is the second runner up. A close second is a yellow cake with chocolate icing. I mean, this takes me back to my childhood like nothing else. If you don't feel like making your own on your birthday, Susie Cakes, i they're going across the US. But if you're in Los Angeles, I think there's one in Austin now. But if you're in Los Angeles, Susie Cakes is the place. They're chocolate on chocolate. I'm literally obsessed with. So that's what I had. and But also, the Whole Foods 365 box I'm not too good for a box, honey. Get in my box. Their box of yellow cake with chocolate icing is also kind of divine. Decor. I have three words for you, okay? The goodies wallpaper. Oh, see this behind me if you're looking on YouTube? This is the goodies wallpaper. I love wallpaper, okay? Who doesn't love wallpaper? I think it elevates a room. I think it's bold. I think it's about taking risks. I think it makes your space feel a little bit more curated and a little more personal, and it's so important. Now, if you own your home, wallpaper's easy. You have choices all around the world, and goodies wallpaper is good for that. But also, if you're a renter, Goodies Wallpaper has the best peel and stick in the business, hands down, period, the end paragraph, for the best price. I found her on Etsy. I used her in my dining room behind my bar. And for the home tour, I wallpapered my foyer with the most beautiful chinoiserie wallpaper. I'm not a history buff. Go to Google, okay? But what I do know is that it's French and Asian influences that are combined. And anytime there's any kind of chinoiserie decor, I'm into it. It elevated my foyer to the next level of the eons. And it's a sticker. It is so easy to put up, to put on the wall, to take down. So if you have a wall, statement wall or a room, and you're like, should I or shouldn't I? Go to the goodies wallpaper. Just add to cart, buy it, take the leap, do the thing, 
Trust me. And I can't wait for you to see my foyer. It looks gorgeous, darling. Act three, Q&A with a little TNA. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh, my phone has, my friends always making fun of me. I use the wallet-backed phone because you know what? As a mom, I can't be bothered with having a phone and a wallet and a purse and then the kids and then running around like it ain't happening. Y'all, y'all are spilling the tea this week with the advice. Please keep your questions coming. They are so much fun to read. I enjoy answering them so much. And thank you for submitting. I really appreciate it. I'm very humbled by your submissions this week. Okay, this one is one of my favorites. Dear Juju, hi, can you give me advice on how to restart my life? Oh, former teacher who got tired of teaching and wanted to get out and do it. Left teaching, now what? You already did the hard part. You knew it was not serving you and you got the out. Good for you. So you have the bullocks, you have the chutzpah to do what you need to do. Now, this transitional period, right? There's got to be a lot of inner work. Follow your bliss. How cheesy is that? How true is that? So cheesy, so true. So this is what I want you to do. Okay, because people like follow your bliss, what? I'm a little more imaginative. So this is what I like to do. Get a blank piece of paper, sit down by yourself. Now imagine, bippity boppity boo, your fairy freaking godmother is right in front of you, ready to grant your wish where career goes of any single thing that you ask. Anything, anything. She's ready to grant it. You write down what that is. It can be as silly, as ridiculous, as out there, as far-fetched, whatever. You write it down. And I want your heart to just sing when you write down. You go, oh my God, this would be so crazy. This would be so wild. I can't believe this if this would happen. Right? And it has to be career-focused. Because that will then give you a mantra of where to go right? My bippity-boppity-boo is to have a whole empire around Dear Juju, a TV show on the largest streaming network like Netflix or HBO Max or Amazon Prime. I would have products. I would have books. I would have coffee tables. I would have cocktail glasses. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Okay, let me not bore you with mine. But I know mine and I'm very clear. And you can then Boil that down and boil that down and boil that down into goals. So I don't know what your thing is. You didn't say what that thing is, but you need to search first and then when it's there, implement goals and then break it off piece by piece. Life-changing transformations are not happened overnight. Small steps every day, following your bliss, listening. I mean, do you know how many times in the bathtub the voice said, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast. I'm like, I am not starting a podcast. I already have my domestic goddess show. That's way too much to then do a podcast on the show, whatever. But I'm doing it. I'm only in episode two and I am loving it. So it's like, once you have one baby, you can start another baby. So if you have a few things you're excited about, start with that one. Do something every day towards that mantra, okay? If you need help, we'll discuss later. I hope that helps. So dream big. I believe in you. You deserve a life where you wake up every single day and you're so excited and you go, pinch me, I can't believe I'm doing this. But that all starts with you getting clear. Get 
clear. Bippity boppity frickin' boo. Dear Juju, hi. I'm in love, but I know he ain't worth a dime. And I gotta let him go to open new doors for the poppy of my dreams. Oh my God, I love you. How do I get through this transition? Whoo, a little story. I had a huge transition of zero to hero. Before my husband, I was in a relationship that I thought was going to be the one. I first in that relationship convinced myself. And then once I convinced myself, I was thought I was convinced. The only way to get to zero to hero is you. And you know this. You know you have to leave him. So getting through the transition, we have a few steps. Step one, cut it off. Okay? Be a good person. Sit him down, look him in the eye and say, thank you so much. You know, I'm attracted to you. I have love for you, but I need to let you go because I feel like it's not right and I need to do what's right by me. After that, you cut it off and you sever the relationship. You have to be tough. You have to be strong and you have to do it. Step number two, there ain't nothing to it but to do it. You gotta go through it. That's what it is. Maybe you'd be like me where you feel the loneliness, you cry a little bit, you have an aching pain that you want a family or your hero to arrive and you want to meet him, but that will only be on the other side of you doing this hard work. So know that. Know that it's all for a cause. It's like working out. When you work out and you go through the pain, I don't want to work out right now. I don't want to eat a salad. I don't want to go for a walk. I don't want to do this. I want to just eat hamburgers and sit on the couch and da 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 you know on the other side of that is feeling your best, looking your best, and aging really well. So it's always through that hard transition that the good things come through it. I mean, shoot, I birthed two babies. I love them, but woo, that birthing process was not easy. So the only thing to do is to go through it. Sit with that loneliness, sit with that emptiness, but know that you're one step further to meeting someone new. One of the best things I ever heard was even a zero holds a place value. Okay, so that zero that you know is not the one is still taking up space. We got to clear it and then go through it. Sit with the emptiness and loneliness. So that's it. And then do the inner work and put yourself out there for your hero and have fun and enjoy your life and try to forget about it. I know it's not easy. And just do the things that you love doing and work and focus on yourself and it'll come, I promise. The only way to get through this transition is to go through it, boo. I went from a fiance who cheated on me to the man of my dreams. And it happens faster than you think. That's also very true. It, this time is like speeding up these days. So do it and it won't be far off. I don't know why I'm saying that, but honey, the, the, my crystal ball is saying it won't be too far. Dear Juju, I love my friends, but when they come over, they sit in the kitchen with me while I cook. Then they start opening my mail. How do I get them to stop? First things first, move your mail. Am I right? Like if mail is just the problem, move your mail. But mail's not just the problem, is it? I didn't think so. Listen, I get it, okay? I used to be that way too. I used to be a little bit of a people pleaser. I used to a little bit not say what I thought. I used to hold it in. I used to not like confrontation. But now I'm a boundary babe. And why? Because the only person that suffered with not having boundaries was me, period. And it actually ended up suffering my relationships. I'm not friends with those people anymore because I held it in too long. Then it came out the wrong way. Then it blew up. We couldn't get back. I, it, it was just a mess. So it's better to get it out in the open. Now, 
How do you do that? That was my thing. It's because I always wanted to snap back because I got emotional. What's really important is that you get it out there. And a good way to get it out there, no matter what it is, is you ask a question because I even do this with my kids. You want to let them know that you know, that they know, that we all know what you're doing. You know what I mean? And a good way to do that is a question. So you go like this. Are you opening my mail? Right? Like you call it out. Flag on the play. That's what you do. And then they'll go, uh, yeah. Next step, I feel. Now, let me tell you, this is damn near 20,000, 30,000, who knows who's counting anymore, dollars of advice of therapy that I have gone to that I am passing along to you for a free 99. So you're getting, I love therapy. I love introspective work. So this was a lot of work that I have done with a therapist. So next part, I feel simple. And what you do is you say how that makes you feel and you have to say it. You can say it in a joking way. You can say it in a nice way. You can say it in a sassy way. How you say it, that's up to you, but you have to say, I feel, because if you say, I feel, then you're not wrong. You know, if you say, I think, or I know, or this is how it is, then the other person can say, well, I don't see it like that. Right. And then you're kind of put in a tit for tat situation. If you say, I feel, no one can ever make you wrong about how you feel or how something's making you feel. Role play. <laughs> Love role play. Let's do it. Are you opening my mail? Yeah. I feel a little violated with you just thinking that you putting your sticky fingers all over my mail. That's what I would say. If you want to open your mail, go home, girl. Don't be opening my mail. And then I would put it to the side. Okay? Done. Now, let's talk about boundaries. You know what boundaries leads to? Self-confidence. A lot of people think that self-confidence is about looking good or feeling good or being rich or having that dream, whatever. How many people do we know that are beautiful, good-looking, have the perfect job, da-da-da-da-da-da, perfect relationship, whatever, and are super insecure. That is not what self-confidence is. Self-confidence is doing the right thing that you know to be true for you and doing it for yourself. Self-confidence is showing up for yourself. It's standing up for yourself. It's pushing through and it's being accountable to you. Oh, Mike freaking drop, baby. Now, I know I can count on me, and I wasn't as confident, and I was a little incongruent in that boundaries and standing up for myself in my early 20s and in my 30s. Now, I am doing it, and I'm laying down the law, and let me tell you, everyone is flourishing. It also separates the cream from the whey, okay? Because my husband's my best friend, my sister's my best friend, and when I tell them, hey, are you doing this? And they say, yeah, and I say, that makes me feel, they go like this, I'm so sorry. I had no idea that that made you feel like that. I won't do that again. And this is how you know you have a good egg. If someone else is projecting and they're saying, oh, you feel like that just because of this and they're not listening, let that one go. And boundaries, a lot of people think it's about you and them, right? It's about you and you, boo. Hearing yourself stand up for you. That's what builds self-confidence. And boundaries are a critical part of that. So if this is male, I feel like it's seeping into all other areas. Am I right? As the old saying goes, what you allow will continue. So it's on you to not allow it. But sometimes the simplest things in life are also the hardest though. Am I right? It'll get easier though. It gets easier in the doing. Trust. Be a boundary, babe. Do it any way you can. Start with the question. Call the flag on the play. Then say I feel. Then wrap it up. That's my advice. There's a little theme here in episode two. Episode two, 
what it do, stand up and do right by you. Ooh, feeling that. All right, so that's the episode for this week. And you know what? I will see you so soon because these at this weekly meetup, I mean, don't you feel like we're getting deeper in our relationship? I told you. Don't forget, you're a star. Be the star that you are. Stand up for yourself. Be a boundary, babe. Don't lie about your age. And if you see a porn star martini on that menu, you get it. I love you. And I'm out.